history and the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Oh, my God. Yep, that's the sound I want to hear right now. Mm-hmm. That's the only sound that makes sense to me. Yeah, none of us were going to drink tonight. And no. Then, um, and then Tom had to go get seven beers for five people. Not even. Why would happen? Well, the Wizards won Why? on our podcast night. That's different. And then. That's fun. And then what happened like 10 minutes after that? What? What? <laughs> Why, for those 10 minutes, did we think we were going to have happy podcasting? That makes no sense to me. And we have an Eagles fan here, too, so it was just like... And the internet didn't work, and we started two hours late. It was just it happens in threes. And then... John Wall's out for two months. So, if, so there's four. If you couldn't tell from the titling on the, uh, on the link, uh, we apparently got Alex Smith. Alex Smith, <sighs> hold on, before we before we get started, I, we should introduce our guest, because we had a whole show planned out. <laughs> we did. We had a whole sh- great show planned out. We had a lot to talk about on the Put Me In Coach podcast. Um, you know, we we're going to talk about the Chief Wahoo, um, and um, what I got it right here, uh, Manny Machado moving to shortstop, yep. and then uh, Super Bowl preview with our guest, Paul Mancano. Hey, Hi, guys. Uh, MassInSports.com, who works with me. Um and he's a big Eagles fan, so he's going to give us the inside scoop Oop. on the Eagles and Patriots. I had and like 45 minutes of notes now just thrown out the window. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone, buddy. Gee, I mean, yeah. geez. We'll have you back on next yeah. week. <laughs> thrown out my Excel sheets. So everyone knows that's Paul. Uh, I am Bobby. Greg. Yeah, what's up? Ian. Yeah. And Tom. I, I, yeah, so we're all disappointed. Uh, I'm this fine. This is the Put Me in Coach podcast. And we are. this is our literal raw response yes. to the Redskins trading for quarterback Alex Smith. Well, we did have a good like 30 35 minutes to vent and read it over. And it just got it just kept getting worse. It, it I mean, kept on getting like so we're we were dealing with some internet issues so we were just somehow we were able to get on Twitter and I, I saw something he said like yeah, I, uh reports traded uh, Alex Smith goes to Washington. And I was like that is from a legitimate source. That's the beat writer for the Chiefs in Kansas City. I was like that what, what is going on? Then Ian went on his phone, then Bobby on his phone, then Paul's on his phone. We're like, oh my God. This is God. happening. This is real. This is actually happening. Once I saw Ian Rappaport, I was, yeah. it was, yeah, uh, that was it. That was it. Came the, over. The blue check mark, once you know. Mm-hmm. So to update everyone, yes, um, it appears a trade has been agreed upon between the Chiefs and the Redskins. Alex Smith is coming to Kansas, is coming to Washington in exchange for what appears to be a second round pick. I think uh, uh, it, it changed, changed to a, a third. third. Yeah. Okay. So second or third. Second or third. Either uh, way. Shepter said third. That's like a top seventy-five pick. And then a, um, <clears throat> a player to be named, which we will find out in the morning. <sighs> Their early name being tossed around Fabian is Moreau. Fabian Moreau. Yes. And then it could even Who? be. It could be one of those conditional trades <laughs> where if Alex Smith plays X amount of games, puts up the X amount of numbers, then they would get more draft compensation mm-hmm. uh, the year following. Um, yeah. So this is the early news coming out, and the the, the weird thing is, because again, this, the Super Bowl hasn't been played yet. This season's not over. Yeah. And this trade won't take into effect until the beginning of the next NFL year, calendar year, which is March 14th, as noted in the Kansas City Star. 
And as Chris Mortensen reported or added on on Twitter from ESPN, we won't know the full details of the contract until then because technically there is no contract or deal because it won't become official until March. I'm going to interrupt you really quick, Bobby. Uh, RG3 just tweeted out, somehow, some way, they will blame this on me. No Did joke. he really? Was that actually him? <laughs> yep, yep. I see it. I can see it from right here. <laughs> I'm going to retweet him from, the, from at, P, at PMIC Podcast on Twitter. God, I, I haven't given him a retweet in a while, but that, that that one might deserve it. You see that one where he was with his wife and he was hitting trees and like yeah, throwing no. his arms up in the air or whatever? Yeah. It was just like, shut up. Former right scan, Will Blackman just said, man, go throw some football. Hold on. Trees. Ian Rapp- <laughs> Okay, so this 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 episode might just ever be changing. Ever changing. We're yeah. just seeing where this we're, is I'm literally watching news. Twitter. Ian Rappaport now saying the Redskins gave quarterback Alex Smith a four-year extension worth $94 million. Get the fuck oh out of here. He God. gets a whopping $71 million guaranteed. All right, so, <laughs> so and more. Alex Smith has been a starter for 12 years. He has thrown for more than 23 t- touchdowns one time, and he has thrown for more than 4,000 yards, which Kirk did how many years ago, Ian? That would be three. Uh, just once. And it was last year, right? Yeah. That he threw for the 4,000. I, I believe so. Well, they're going to force him to with. fucking throw that goddamn ball with no running game. Adam Schafter saying yeah. that Washington and, and Kirk Cousins haven't had any contact since the regular season ended. Wow! Really? They hate Holy Kirk Cousins. Shit. They hate him. They this hate is, him. This is the biggest spit in your spit in his face that they could have actually they could have done. Hands down. We are assholes. The only thing I could think of is if he went up to somebody who was like, "Have you learned about the Lord Jesus Christ?" Because <laughs> I mean that bothers the shit out of me. He probably so, did it to Dan Snyder. Yeah, probably. But that's that's so crazy. That's is so crazy. Just that's, he's such he's so awesome. God damn it! Just he's when you a, think just, the Redskins aren't gonna Redskin anymore. They aren't going to do something just outrageous. They do it again. I call it every time. And do and it the, again and do it again and do it again. Call and it every oh time. Oh my god! This this one might be this this the is worst. This, is this the worst? I mean, initial gut reaction. I gotta sleep on it, but yes. Do you guys <laughs> do you guys see Black Mirror? Love that show. Did you Paul. first couple? Of oh, hey Paul. Paul. Hey guys. Did you <laughs> did you watch the the last episode of this last season? No. Oh damn it. Do not spoil it I'm for not, me. God, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> well, well, now I can't tell the fucking story now, but uh, that would have been great. But anyways, I feel like uh, I'll, I'll change the story a little bit, I guess. But he, I feel like Snyder right now is just in a basement somewhere with just like 10 glowing TVs. They're all hooked up to social media and news outlets, and they're all just <laughs> like fucking blasting about this. And he's just like, yes, yes. It feeds him. He's like, excellent. Like, yeah. Mr. Burns, like, you know, darkly lit room. <laughs> and some, like, oh, God. Just, <laughs> that's my visual of him. It's that wouldn't have ruined anything that wasn't in the show. Let's not watching it anyway. Not in any way was that part of the show. <laughs> let, let's try to make sense of this. So, Bobby is our eternal and resident optimist. Excuse Let's me. Let's say you are yes, the yeah. optimist. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my dark, dark twisted I say every, I say <laughs> every year the Redskins are winning the Super Bowl, and you all laugh. That's at just me. a bit. That's, you don't <laughs> mean that. <laughs> I do too do. mean it. Actually, I'm super you, serial, it's guys. Kinda, it's kind of true because he does pick Maryland to win in the March Madness pool every, every year. fucking year. <laughs> oh, that's cool. We're not going to make it this oh, year. Oh, they're making it. it. They're not making I'm it. I'm telling you right now. Calling it. All right. What do you got? What do you got for me, Tom? Let's say you're you're as the young people call it, you're an Alex Smith stan. What a stan means, I had to look this up. Remember the song Stan the Eminem song where they're just obsessed. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're an Alex Smith guy, mm-hmm. and you are a, you are an anti-Kirk. You're a never Kirker. Mm-hmm. How does this trade work out in the Redskins' favor? I'm going to take out the part of being an anti-Kirker. I'm just going to focus on Alex Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I I don't think I could be ever an anti-Kirker. I just said I think I'll go out and buy a discounted Redskins Kirk Cousins jersey just to support him. Damn right. I agree with you. Um, and he is by far the best quarterback the Redskins had in my lifetime. So, but back to your original question, I think I harp on what. So we just switched over to NBC Sports Washington and had uh, former PMIC podcast uh, guest Chick Hernandez on, and uh, he was talking about you know you look at Alex Smith, he's a guy who doesn't make the what the fuck were you just thinking play mm-hmm. that Kirk Cousins does. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now Kirk Cousins doesn't always make that play, but you know he has a history From of time to time. Yeah, uh, you think of the Giants game uh, to end not this past season but the last year. Um, and other countless times where, you know, he made a bad play. Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over that much. Um, and he's smart with it. So he's an age guy. He's 30. He's going to be 34. So he's you know. a game manager as. Yeah. Hmm. And a lot of people said that about Kirk. Does he fit the offense? He could. I think, I think he does. He does fit. The, yeah. Um, you, you know, you look at what he does checking down to his running back. Hill in Kansas City. We do that a lot with Chris Thompson. Hopefully, Chris Thompson will be back healthy. Um, now, the difference is, though, is like, yes, Alex Smith put out solid numbers and had good years in Kansas City, but think of what everything that was around him that he's probably not going to have mm-hmm. in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pro Bowl tight end. You know, we don't know the health of Jordan mm-hmm. Reed. Pro Bowl running back? Pro Bowl running back. Chris Thompson would have been a Pro Bowl running back had he not gotten hurt. Sure. Uh, but other than that, we don't have an every down back. Sorry. Keep my phone's blowing up. I think everyone's phone's blowing yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> this is going to be a, a very disorganized show. Um, we, we are just we're in a flux. We're just completely losing our minds. And standout wide receivers. Welcome to hell, Paul. Mm-hmm. This is what it's like. I look. Standout wide receivers. I'm a resident. He seems, okay, he seems I, pretty <laughs> calm. I'm, I'm, I'm cool as cucumber. He's here, an right? Eagles fan. Isn't yeah. 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 What does he have to worry I've about? Yeah, we'll get oh, there. What is, any year before this year, you could say the same thing. Hey, I'll, you know I'll, what, I'll Paul? How, how was the Phillies World Series? Was that fun? That was great. That the was a 76ers great finals. <laughs> the Flyers. Six years Stanley Cup. Alan won a national championship. I'm not a Nova fan. He's wearing a Syracuse. Oh yeah, shirt. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, I mean, see, it feels like we just traded for an older Kirk Cousins, who maybe isn't. Who doesn't have the upside that Kirk does have? You know, doesn't we know who Alex Smith is doesn't even be. have the arm strength of Kirk. Cousins. No, not, not even when he was younger. No, not even close. Yeah. Yep. So like, well, who's a deep threat now? What does it matter if if Alex well, Smith can't can. get him the ball? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if Alex Smith. Kind of like along along the lines of Kirk, Alex Smith, he won't lose you games, but I don't know if he can also win you games down the stretch. Does that make any sense? Sure. And you know the the argument for Kirk was that he he's not a, he's not a winner, right, Ian? What's he, he's not a winner. Oh, Kirk. Kirk. Oh, yeah. Has Alex? Smith so so what was that whole thing about uh, Alex Smith, right? Yeah. What happened in this year's playoffs? He went to the Super Bowl, didn't he? No. No. What about last year? Nope. No. Nope. Big winner. Okay. Older. Winner, you know, and then a lot. So a lot of this would have, I would have tried to make sense of this or try to wrap my head around it, because at, at first when I see the Redskins trade for Alex Smith, I'm like, okay, maybe this is a a bridge type of um, situation where they draft a guy in the first round, Alex Smith can groom him for the next year, two years absolute max, and then we we uh, ready to play the the young guy, and then minutes later we get a uh, another tweet from Schefter saying that this is now a, a long term deal for the Redskins. 
and the former number one overall pick out of Utah. Now on his third team. Third team, yes. Yeah, I would say the one one thing that maybe Alex is better that better than Kirk would be his escapability. Maybe he's a little bit of a better runner. How much is that going to? Yeah, he's an underrated runner. Yeah, but yeah, I think. But Kirk Kirk's. improved running yeah. this year yeah. too. Kirk's good too. But and how much is that going to help when uh, Alex Smith is thirty nine? Yes. Because again, the four year deals. So this more is years. not the first time that this has happened. You know, I think over ten years ago we were we acquired thirty three year old Mark Brunel and signed him to a six seven year contract, whatever it was. Yep. That didn't work out. And then this also hap- also happened in uh, two thousand ten. With the acquisition of Donovan McNabb, same, also thirty three years thing. old, also signed to a long term deal. It's the same and playbook. It, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, wash, lucky, wash lucky rinse, number. repeat, right? Yeah, no, that's it's what I've been saying from the beginning. He doesn't care. He's still gonna make a shit ton of money. We know, and then he's gonna give it to thirty three year olds because that's yeah, that's his favorite pretty thing much, to do. Pretty much. It's like, how can I keep the sadness going? Alex Smith had his best year as a QB thanks to the best set of we- offensive weapons he's ever had. Correct. He won't have that in Washington. And then Correct. more on the numbers. The $71 million guaranteed for Smith puts him at third at QB behind Stafford and Luck. That'll change once Kirk signs. Sure. We we came to that conclusion. And I, like, I know you guys had already talked about this. I was downstairs when all this happened. But that determination was discovered within 30 seconds of that idea even being brought up. Like, How does an entire front office full of football guys whose professional job is to do this properly doesn't understand that or or are they overestimating what we have and thinking that he can perform the same way with the weapons that we've got now or is it that they're just fucking idiots because it can't be both because that doesn't make any sense or they have some master plan to get new weapons for him Yep. Which well if we were saving a lot of cap space but we're not but we're not saving about eight million and yeah if for this year, for 2018. For this year. For yeah. 2018. Uh, Grant Paulson just tweeted out, because he says, talking to lots of football folks, NFL, team-related, and agents, general consensus consensus is, I like Alex Smith. They'll do just fine. But that commitment to him at 34, that's what people are having a really hard time Committing to a 34-year-old yeah. instead of a 29-year-old, or a 28-year-old, or yeah. a 27-year-old. I'm talking about the years that they could have signed yeah. Kirk for the past three years. So, Paul, you are... Not yes. emotionally I'm a invested in this third team. person. Yeah, yeah. I would, not emotionally and invested. I, I'm very. I'm okay. so curious to hear what you think. Honestly, okay, I. It's definitely not good. I'm not going to try to pretend like this is a smart move. Like they know what they're doing. But <laughs> yeah. there are some positive ways to look at this. Okay, so what what pick at this point would the Redskins have in the first round? Do you guys know? Thirteen. What? Thirteen. At that point, you got what four quarterbacks in this first round that you think are probably going to be taken right around the one to ten range. So that's Darnold at the U- two USC. Rose, the two Joshes. Yep. And Sam Darnold, and uh, who am I missing? Lamar here? Jackson, Baker and Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen would be the fifth. So yep. two Joshes. Potentially, all of those guys could be gone by thirteen. Potentially. Most likely, yeah. It, they clearly had not had any contact with Kirk Cousins at this point. He was not going to come back. At that point, he's walking away for absolutely nothing. And if you're sitting there with that 13th pick and there's no possible way that you can trade up to get a quarterback, you're then having to look in the, to the later rounds to try to snatch somebody who's underrated, a potential quarterback. You mean to find another Kirk Cousins? To find another Kirk Cousins, which is more <laughs> difficult than it— What's his name from San, it doesn't San happen. Francisco? Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo? Yeah, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah, it's it, but him. it's it's pretty darn hard to yes. do that. So 
you're asking either that or finding somebody else on the free agent market, Blake Bortles or who even else, is Tyrod Taylor or somebody of that ilk. What they did was they went out and got a guy who has shown that he can be very good. They signed him to the, the contract extension in the hopes that I guess that he can do well enough. I guess the, I, the best way that you can look at this as a Redskins fan is going to say he has a great year next year, at least statistically. Maybe one more year after that. And if you now have the potential to be in the range of drafting somebody or you've drafted somebody in the later rounds, he is now expendable and can be traded just and flipped again, just like Andy Reid did. And now you have somebody else who's there. So it's not it's not like you guys are in the pits for these five years. Yeah. You have the potential. He he is good enough that he can play well enough to be a tradable asset. Or, we're not stuck with Rex Grossman again, is what you're trying to say. Yes. So I, I can, or McNabb. Sure. I think he's going to be, he has a higher ceiling down the road than McNabb. We did. are giving him the third most ever for a quarterback. Yep. For now. Those for deals, now. Once though. Kirk, once Kirk signs. Third most, what the whole Kirk's argument gonna, was, Kirk should not be the highest paid. Alex Smith should be the third highest paid. I mean, ever. everybody breaks that deal, that record though, yeah. every yeah. year. So yeah, Kirk's going to break that record, and he then next is. year, whatever guys of Carson Wentz is going to break, break that record. record. But Alex Smith should never Dak break Prescott, that record at thirty-three yeah, yeah, years old. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, give yeah. a shit about the young guys no, who deserve it. Yeah. Alex Smith does not deserve that at thirty-three years old. Yeah. By the Redskins who refuse to pay a young, up-and-coming quarterback. Yeah. The other side of this is, as an Eagles fan, I saw them trade away a second-round pick and a player. To get Sam Bradford, who at that point had a career of plenty of injuries, and knee injuries. Three years later, three years, two years later, they flipped they're him in for this, a first rounder. Yeah, the one year later they flipped him for a first rounder when he was owed a crap ton of money, and were able to get something for him, a first and a fourth, and they got their quarterback of the future. So it's not a tomb that you guys are eternally stuck in. There is a potential so, way. So, I think that okay, there there is an element of that. However. Because this Virginia's has happened, because this has happened before, yes. under the same premise, yeah, that's which like it's just the same things happening again. Because that's that's taking into account. Okay, yeah, he could potentially do well with his skills statistically, but that would require our O line to stay healthy. Yeah, that would require us to have a running game. That would require our wide receivers to actually be able to catch a fucking ball, to be able to get fucking first downs, to be <laughs> able to to be able to go past and I'm and so complete fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that. There's a lot of ifs to him being successful. And I think for just the, or at least I, I guess apparently I'm speaking for the gander here that that hasn't shown up or, or materialized. So for for myself as a person who honestly cares because my friends care, but is is never the emotionless of, of that everyone else is feeling in this room is not the same. Even from me is like that makes no fucking sense just logically, just yeah. by a financial and just. If your goal is to win football games, which clearly I've always said is is apparently not, according to Snyder, but it's just none of, none of this makes any sense. I definitely, I, I mean, I would never have done this deal. That's yeah. what I'm, <laughs> but I'm trying to well, Paul, pull you guys back to the brink of of pure desperation. And, right uh, off the ledge, someone put it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bobby was sticking his head out the window earlier. <laughs> what's that, what's that logic? It's song? okay, sweetie. <laughs> this debate, oh, you know, but but what's funny is that this. The divisiveness with Kirk has been, it's been so tiresome. It's been so tiring. Yeah. I'm sick of talking about it. Just either go one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But now we're getting a quarterback of similar, you know, I don't want to say productivity, but skill set. Yeah. That's going to be a top five pay, highest paid quarterback in the league. 
So we're getting the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but five years older. And not only so we're going to be going back to the same argument yeah. where, you know, the, this guy can't get it done. We, we got to switch it up. Did he, did he win the game, though? But so on and so forth. And not only that, but like the whole Kirk talk isn't going to stop because now Kirk and Alex, it always was Kirk and RG3 being compared. And now it's going to be Kirk and Alex Smith being compared yeah. for the rest of their careers. Yeah. You know, next year it's going to be, okay, here's what Alex Smith did. Now we turn to the whatever team Kirk is playing for. What is he going to do? I hope I hope he, I hope he, I hope he goes well. to the Super Bowl with the Broncos. I, I have never not. He could go to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. I hope he does. <laughs> that defense is stacked. Yes. God, I have never awesome. not rooted yeah. for the and Redskins they have in a game oh, before. God. But if we play Kirk next year or the following year, in a regular whenever, season whenever it happens, I hope he <laughs> not eating Popeyes. beats <laughs> the living crap yes. out of us. I hope he torches us. I hope he has a game like he had against Green Bay two years ago. And hope he looks up at the press box or the owner's box and just stares at Snyder and Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Drops the ball. See, the thing is, I do too, but he's just too <laughs> nice of a guy to do That's that. That's why we love him. Oh, my <laughs> God. He would run into the end zone and just like drop the ball. Like, hey, hey, guys. Just, just wave his arms all fucking Good geeky. to see you. It was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get dinner tonight. I'll pick up Celebrate together. Long time no see, guys. Bye. You like that? <laughs> you like that? It means no, I have no, to get rid no, of no, all no, my no, Kirk no, sound bites too. What's, no, no. What's going on? What's no, going no, no, on? no. What's going on? No, no, no. Speak to me. No. Steve Gallo, who is a reporter for the uh, USA Today, said if he's hearing the player true. to be named as Kendall Fuller. No. No. It can't, it can't be. It can't be. Are they trying to... The, the, there's the best-rated slot cornerback in the entire league oh my for God. Alex Smith to oh get a God. fucking... Has no, 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 it's no, 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 no. No, that can't be it. <laughs> there's no that, way. That, that I don't care about your blue check mark. Get out of here. I feel like I feel like they're just trying to... Trying to stir the waters. Yeah, it's got to be. Sua. Has USA Today ever broken anything <laughs> sports? That that's like, hey guys, watch us. Or correct. You know what <laughs> I mean? I feel like that's what it is. They're they're trying to capitalize yeah. on how great or how much traffic this is bringing right now in DC. Yep. And they're like, yeah, you know, it'd be really crazy too. Uh, totally unrelated source and no evidence whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> Fuller's totally going too, guys. Explode. So uh, this is Reds. Washington Redskins signed Donovan McNabb to a five-year, seventy-eight hundred seventy-eight million dollar extension. <laughs> oh, lightning can strike twice, <laughs> and Andy Reid oh can Andy strike Re- twice. Andy Reid, <laughs> Jesus, right on our face. Sorry. <laughs> Seventy-one guaranteed for Smith puts him third. Yep. Oh god. And luck. This is un. I can't believe this. No, this is this is. I am just I as mean, bad as it gets. I am so. If it was just one year, shocked. if it was one year, yeah. Like I said, right when it happened, I was like, okay. We were mad. And I was like, okay, that means we're going to draft a quarterback. And then four-year extension. Then $94 million, 71 guaranteed with a player and a pick. And now rumors about Kendall Fuller. Even I don't want Moreau. I don't want Moreau to go either. Sue no. Sue Cravens, by all means. Yeah, fine. That's that's I mean, fine. I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. But if it's Fabian, I'm gonna be really pissed. I don't know why they don't have deals where it's performance based for them to continue that contract. That would make a hell of a lot more sense, especially someone coming from another uh, team who's like, all right, we're going to sign you for a one-year deal. We're going to give you a three-year extension if you hit these marks. So we have uh, whatever, you know, like uh, amount of wins and losses, a certain number of touchdowns, completions, you like your, your passer rating is this. Like this warrants this amount of money. This warrants this amount of money. This is what means we'll keep you, and this is what you have to perform at like literally any other organization ever. Uh, it's just, I feel like all this is just like fucking, 
Uh, what's that from uh, Family Guy or South Park where they're just porpoises juggling fucking balls to make sentences? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it's, just, it's just guessing. They're just like, well, I guess this is it. Like, oh, who fucking knows? And then two years later, he blows his knee out, and then we still owe him fucking $50 million. Like, what, what part of that makes any fiscal sense at all? Like, none of this makes any goddamn sense ever, has ever made any sense to me. It was just literally people on one end of the table to the other saying, you owe us this amount of money because we theoretically think we're worth this. And we're like, well, we theoretically think you're not. And we're like, well, fuck you. I'm going somewhere else. Uh, and then someone pays that theoretical money. <laughs> and then it never – the only person oh, – The show gets deep. Hold on. I need, to, I, need, I need to uh, – so now Bleacher Report is reporting Kendall Fuller also. And uh, Field Yates. Ooh. Oh, my Field God. No way. Did they say per USA Today? No. Are they just repeating the Field same Yates thing? Field Yates from uh, NFL, uh, from ESPN. Doc, e. ESPN. We just traded the best slot. Re- and slot, also, slot. Kendall Fuller himself replied to Adam Schefter's tweet about a third-round pick and said, awkward, dot, 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 dot. Oof. And, like, the two, like, like the... the, the I, honestly, I honestly cannot believe this. No, this is... This might be the straw. I don't want to be a fan of... This is absolutely on effing real. He was our best cornerback. Not even just like no, no. He was the best rated player. Yeah. Yes. The best rated player. Now he didn't play five taquitos. He got five taquitos. Five taquitos, guys. Does Bruce know that? What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck, Bruce? (laughs) Bruce. Or maybe it's Doug now. Is it Doug Williams? Is he going to blame Doug Williams when this all goes to shit? Which it will and has. Kendall Fuller. There's no way. Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller. <laughs> the guy I was most the excited guy, about. The guy we were like, yeah, let Brashad Breeland walk. Yeah, that Kendall Fuller. Bye. So are they re-signing Brashad Breeland now? You're going to have to if you're, gonna let Kendall, if you're trading Kendall Fuller. Why would they do that? That, would mean, that That's common sense. He was the They don't you do anything that. So that, now we're now, not only we're losing our starting oh quarterback, but our two of our top three cornerbacks. Oh, Jesus. This was a bad week to have a guest, Paul. We're sorry, man. Paul. I, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I already wanted to have you back on because to talk baseball during the season, but we're gonna have to have you on sooner to talk about anything else because yeah. this literally came like no, we, were just, was, we were just waiting for Porter to yeah. finish the internet issue, and then we we're gonna start, and then all this shit blew up. I'm, everything. I'm kind of glad though. Computers. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm kind of glad it didn't happen during the show. I am, yeah. I am yeah. quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the windows would have broken. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would have broken the record that uh, they set. Adam Schefter just confirmed it too. For Kendall Fuller. F- Kendall Fuller. F-bombs. Kendall fucking Fuller. Are you? Both uh, both Tom and Ian are in, in collapsing this is in on un- themselves. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You know what? I'm so happy that we couldn't do the Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, oh my, my god. god! Yeah, Corey would have been standing here just like, like uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey guys, my ride's here. <laughs> oh my! Oh no 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 no! <laughs> They're both. All, all three of them are furiously typing. I am. I, <laughs> 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 this is so fucking stupid. I need like. Kendall Fuller. Big... Kendall Fuller just tweeted, "Nah, it's not me. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I'm out here trying to find out, just like y'all." Oh my god! They, they need to make Quaaludes again. Or something. Another Quaalude. I need to go we'll, straight. We'll love Bruce in the morning. I, I need. I no. need the drool phase. <laughs> I want to go straight to the drool phase because of Bruce Allen doing this to me. This has as bad of as many f bombs as Wolf of Wall Street. So yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> and we said we're gonna cut it. We were gonna try to cut back yeah. this week, 
But I, hey, once it came out, I said, just, Bobby, throw out a warning. <laughs> I was like, this, this one might not be the week. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> God, they just keep throwing, they just keep showing that B-roll of him just. He keeps breaking that fucking thing. Just keep breaking that fucking thing. <laughs> That's about the longest story. I feel like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> that's, that's the what they're doing right now. They're like trying to make the best Hi, of the situation by show. Yeah, he keeps breaking that fucking thing. How much does that cost? <laughs> <laughs> $70 million. That's how much it costs. I, I'm honestly, I have never. No, this is the biggest trade rape I've seen. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, this is like... It keeps getting worse. It really does. It I, really does. Every time I look at my screen, it gets worse. I don't, don't want to hit refresh. It just. Uh, I'm telling you guys right now. I, I don't know. I I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, this is unbelievable. This. Yep. And my buddy who I was who I was talking to. Yep. I'm done with. I'm done. I hate the skin. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I, can't do, I, I, I the honestly can't do this anymore. Like, this I want to cry. This is so oh. good. Kendall Fuller just said he's not getting traded. How the fuck does he know? He just said, "Man, I'm safe. I ain't getting traded." Apparently they they realized yeah, like the shitstorm. It was oh just like, god. oh my god, someone tell them it's fine. Wow. So Schefter's thanks USA wrong? Today. Schefter's like never. Schefter's wrong. never wrong. <laughs> He's never right. That's man. why like Mort lost his job. He wanted to jump on that retweet bandwagon, man. Yeah. Everybody's about them it, tweets. It takes and, everybody. Oh my Schefter god. is the latest of all. I think we need to blow up the internet. I think it's. Exploding. I think we need to blow up the Redskins. I want to blow up Ashburn, Virginia. <laughs> oh, that, I need to. St- Patriot Act. I'm kidding. I don't. I meant like the roster. He meant nothing. He meant nothing by it. Oh, bless America. <laughs> this is on un- Patri- Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Borders of Marini. Far for the country. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They'll so, fucking send my ass to prison too. Hey, they'll so, be like, thanks. Just oh. uh, so, uh, Paul, what am I getting tagged in now? Yes. Like, because I was just thinking, like, thank God we're not like, on a live show. Like, you, because you, you said about the Facebook Live. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if this, we were doing a radio show? Then so you did radio in college. I did. Did any story like this ever break while you were like live on air? And if so, how did you guys handle it? Or anything close to something like this? Because thank God, uh, live. <laughs> honestly, no. I mean, the biggest thing that I can think of would be the. Uh, I guess when the sanctions were handed down for Syracuse, when we got walloped with those. Yeah. When Bayheim. Yeah, we went on immediately after that news came down. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, we were on the radio, so you can't curse. Right. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we also had to be pretend not to be fans and more, yeah. this kind of thing. So right. it's it's less emotional and less emotion-driven. I mean, I feel if, I really feel for you guys. <laughs> I, do. You know, you know, it's- I thought I was in... Hell, sports hell for the longest time, no. and then I met Bobby Blanco. <laughs> uh, thank you. And he's the optimist. And, yeah, <laughs> the optimist. You know what's you know what's good about podcasts. Hey, Bob. You know what's good about podcasts. What's that? Cock shit ass balls. Fuck <laughs> shit. Gregor, now you're just taking advantage of the situation. <laughs> We've been trying to get you. This is Chick Hernandez said you needed to work on it. I'll give you the pass for this week, but god damn it. <laughs> So that was a really good question, Bobby, when you, when you just asked Paul, and it's, it's morbid. When I was interning at uh, Channel 4, um, I was in the office when Tim Russert died. Oh, shit. He was on the guy that hosted Meet the Press. Yeah. And, I, I mean, his office was literally just above uh, the sports machine, mm-hmm. George Michael's office. And what I noticed, it suddenly everything changed, and it was all hands on deck. Everything is about 
this man. Right. And suddenly we're finding B-roll of him at Nats games throwing out a first pitch. Or I know he was like a diehard Bills fan, so like they had all these. I mean, we, they were going back to just tapes, and it, yeah. every piece of information they could find was, you know, how could we relate Tim Russert to from a sports angle. Yeah. Well, we're, we were talking about them, what they're showing on CSN Washington. I highly doubt there were a bunch of interns compiling Alex Smith footage yeah. before tonight. Yeah. They were saying, ah, maybe. Who knows? Thank God he yeah. played so us so much B-roll. Yeah. So, so much B-roll They probably B-roll have like three throws. Got that throw it in there. And they, and they keep showing that third down no, play he, where he rolls out the pocket. all they got. He <laughs> looks amazing right now on television. He's like, guys, this is a great idea. Like, this yeah, is gonna be, We're going to be fine. I know he's been losing. He looks, looks fantastic. Um, they got the Kel- they had the Kendall Fuller tweet up there too. So uh, uh, my guess is he called somebody at Redskins Park and they said no. So I mean, obviously that could change. We don't know what the effing Redskins are going to do next. But how? But for right now, Kendall Fuller is safe. This what a wave of emotion that yeah. was from finding out it was possibly Kendall Fuller to like it is Kendall Fuller. So if it if, if it is if, Kendall Fuller, that's oh I'm furious. That's a game changer. And if you're looking at the domino effect of you mean the ninety four million dollars wasn't a game changer. No. <laughs> 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 this is this is called like game changer of fanhood. Oh, yeah, um, like that will be the last straw Ian, for a Ian, lot of people. Ian made a good point before we got on the air. What is if I'm a p- f- upcoming free agent? I'm not coming here. Where the hell's the loyalty? Well, yeah, where's the loyalty? Look at this. The absolute. Do- um, excuse me, I'm spitting because I can't even right now. <laughs> um, I'm, I can't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, folks. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> We're evil. We're evil. Oh God. This is a great podcast, guys. This yeah, I bet, I, bet you, I bet you're enjoying this. This is unreal. As a f- freaking Eagles fan is right next to us, just yeah, just just sipping my beer. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Super Bowl, boys. <laughs> it is kind of cool. Like taking a step back, it is kind of cool thinking that you know we're going to be one of the first people who like aren't actually like on live air, TV, or radio to get our response out there because we're literally recording this. Not even twenty minutes after, As it's going, after yeah. it was, and while think. it's coming through, so it's pretty cool. So keep following, put me in Coach Podcast, people. Yeah. Also, a uh, shameless plug to that: everybody that listens to us and actually likes what we do, like our posts and share them with other people. It helps out way more than you'd think. And rate review on Google and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we trying to we trying to make this real life. Yeah, we're ish trying to get on air and ish. That's a secret to me. Uh, seeing yeah. now they're showing clips of Kirk. Uh, wherever no, he, wherever he goes, just look at that ass. I'm, I'm going to be look a fan. Tight All right, <laughs> look so how tight his ass is. <laughs> did we get to possible landing spots for Kirk yet? Let's do, we'll do mean, that now. Denver. Denver. It seems to be everyone's Denver. first. Denver. Really? Both New yeah. Yorks. I like Denver. Ja- although yeah. Jacksonville. Buffalo. I don't see Jacksonville. I don't think so that either. Yeah. Funny. No. Especially. And it could, they just think that they can win with Bortles now. And it came out that he's been playing injured all year. He just got surgery. Yeah. So and yeah. he still took him to the AFC Championship. Uh, Arizona, Buffalo, Buffalo. I, I think Buffalo. Denver is God the most. Damn it. I, I mean, mean, and I hope he wins the Super Bowl with him. Feels so bad. Yeah. Byron Kerr, who we work with at Madison, is a big Broncos fan, and he's been he's been clamoring yeah, over over Kirk for like the past like couple months. I mean, it makes the most sense. It does. Stellar defense. Yeah. They have already have a few weapons on they offense, have a lot of yep. weapons. and they're spending like no money on. Yep. quarterback or yeah. running back. So, yeah, I mean, all their money's going to Von Miller. Yeah, and and Elway can't draft a quarterback. So, yep. Yeah, DJ yeah. Swearinger just tweeted, "Oh, this had to be a joke with Kendall Fuller, right?" <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Please, way to take all the attention away from the State of the Union, guys. I don't care. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I mean, we didn't care to begin with. Obviously, since we plan on recording I a podcast cared. during it. God damn it! Are you DVRing it? 
No, I'm going to watch it on the internet later. You are going to watch the State of the Union. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to know what that fucking idiot says. <laughs> all should, so should all of you, but, you know, that's another story. Wait, which one? Donald Trump or Bruce Allen? Both. <laughs> <laughs> because Bruce, Bruce is going to have to speak eventually. We said this last year about the Scott McLuhan debacle. Who's going to call him Alec? Ooh, <laughs> probably. That would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God, if he did that. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. Oh, Jesus. This is unreal. Who's this, Who's this on with them, with them right now? It's one of the guys from Hogshaven. Uh, oh, okay. Something Chase. Um, this is unprecedented. Vinny. Vinny Chase. I mean, the only thing that I can that I can compare this to was the uh, twenty, uh, the twenty twelve trade for going up to number two overall. For, to, we knew that. I mean, it was RG three trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how did that break? But that was excitement. So we went from remember that was like, oh my god, this is it. We're getting the Heisman Trophy winner. We get the, you know, the franchise player and all. And now you and I were is, together, weren't we? No, I was pooping. Nice. I was at Latosco. Pooping. I don't I know pooping. where I was when I saw that the trade was made. I was actually, you know high. what? Yes, I do. I was in college. I saw it on the ticker at Latosco when I was at the bar, and I was I called Tom immediately. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! See, that was joy, though. <laughs> False joy, <laughs> but what, joy nonetheless. What is joy? I don't know. Hey, Eric? maybe we'll get an XFL team or something. I want some maybe more. we can very fakeness. <laughs> Let's get an XFL team. Let's try that. Oh, we Jesus. got an arena team owned yeah. by Leonsis. They finished in line. Yeah, good... <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we got whooped. The Baltimore team made the playoffs. How many teams? How many teams are in that league? Six, like four, six. Six. Four. four, and, no, he, and four. we still missed the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> how is that even possible? Wait, what, are you sure it's four, not no, six? I'm pretty sure it's six. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure two well, teams. What's, don't what's, make the, what's the name of our indoor lacrosse league? The the Washington Eagles. Let's get some uh, tickets. I don't know, to but they have, they have a sick logo though. <laughs> Paul's flying right now. Woo! <laughs> Stupid birds. Go birds. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Gonzaga Eagles. Hail. All right. Uh, should, we, should, we keep, should we move on? Are we ready? Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, move on. So let's get, All right. Let's, let's get the Super Bowl. The so the whole reason we had Paul Mancano on to this episode to begin with right, is, he's a, <laughs> <laughs> is he's an Eagles fan. Big Eagles fan. And obviously the Eagles are in Super Bowl 52 against the Pats on Sunday. That they are. Um. So, Paul, my question to you to start this off have you ever if put you, a beer on a baby? <laughs> have you pushed an old woman down the stairs? I've been the baby. Have you, yeah. have you, have you booed Santa Claus? <laughs> have I personally booed Santa Claus? I mean, uh, my dad sometimes dresses up as Santa Claus, and I booed him not in a Santa Claus costume. No, yeah. I've never booed him. First off, that was, let's, let's clear one thing up. That was 1967. 1967, okay? A lot of things we don't do today flew in 1967. And so. he wasn't Santa Claus. He was an 18-year-old kid dressed up as Santa Claus. The team... Started to was tanking the whole year and then started to win at the end of the season. So the fans were pretty pissed. So you guys can understand the anger that that comes from. We did throw batteries at JD Drew, and that was this century. However, that <laughs> sounds that sounds like a lot of excuses for uh, assaulting Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. it's still yeah. Santa Claus. It's yeah. Do you ever punch Chief Chief in the face? Yeah, you beat up our um, unofficial mascot. Your unofficial mascot, Wait, like who is now since passed. Thank mm-hmm. you. Who is this? It was probably their fault. Um, Chief, Chief Z, Z was like a, he, he was a season ticket season holder. Season He had the yeah. uh, headdress on, and he had, you know, he was just a staple at every oh, single okay. Redskins game. And he was nearly beat to death in um, at the vet. Oh, okay. When, when well, he's like in his sixties or whatever. Really? So he was wearing a headdress, and he was white. You're telling me? No, no. no. Oh, he was African. Oh, he was African American. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, I'm not going to speak for all <laughs> yeah. uh, Eagles fans. Yeah. Look, this kind of stuff happens at every Absolutely. stadium. It does. Yep. And we get the brunt of it. I mean, a lot of guys, uh, th- there are stories pretty much every year of fans that are beaten at different stadiums. Yeah. It, it just gets more attention when it's in Philly. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there were just a lot of Last week, a guy videos. punched a horse in the face. He did. He that did. actually happened. The horse was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Horses are bad people. So, can, can you say, because you're, you're right, there's bad apples in every fan base. Yeah. That's going to yeah. happen, especially with you know 70,000 drunken idiots. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen. Yeah. I mean, overall, though, the, the fan base is more... Normal. We are more rowdy than most. We are. I'm not going to say we're not. We are very extremely passionate. Um, I just think that the the one thing that people, the national scene underrates is the intelligence of Eagles fans and Philly fans in general. Yeah. I mean, I'm, hopefully I'm a good representation of that. Um, but it's, it's just, it, they tend to be, there's a perception that they're just blind fandom and it's just idiot passion. But I think there's a lot of, intelligence behind that that uh we we it we it boils over at times mm-hmm. i will say that but there is there is reasons that we feel the way we do like there are reasons that yeah. you guys come on this podcast well, the, and scream and yell the no. the passion and loyalty never it could never not be <laughs> taken into consideration because i mean yeah they're there every week exactly so it, it's not that and I mean, having gone to a number of Redskins games, I will say the Eagles fans are from an obnoxious level. They're they're up there, and usually you that's gotta be we, to coming home to come into a home game at the Redskins. You know, but like I've those, those other, are the I've experienced tier other fans ones. that that aren't. But you know, we get our ass kicked by Philly every time. So you know, I, I'd be I'd probably be a little bit obnoxious too. But I, I, when I I've seen those when I've gone to Redskins games, and you know, in DC, you see opposing fans everywhere just because of the transient market that it is. Yeah. So maybe it's and Philadelphia certainly is not that by comparison, but when I saw those Vikings fans just calmly walking towards the stadium and oh having my God, full dude. beers chucked at them, I was like, yeah. you know, this is when some stereotypes are just. There are some things that yeah. Um, I like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for every Eagles fan, but here's the thing: that we if we're viewed as and I understand why an obnoxious fan base. At least we're not the New England fan base that is obnoxious and then has the wins to back it up. Okay, okay. So that leads <laughs> to my actual question. Yes, I realize you didn't even get to number no, one no. on this. <laughs> I kind of well, bogarted that we a little bit. We skipped number one because, uh, well, actually, we just introduced you. Okay. But um, So I, my actual question, if you didn't notice, you were talking to four Redskins fans. Ooh. Okay. Why should we? Why should we root for the Eagles? Why should we root for the Eagles in the Super Bowl? Uh, well... I don't know if you noticed, but there's a guy named Tom Brady on the other sideline. Hold on, hold on. I write and this another down. guy named Bill Belichick. Let me write this down. Tom. Yep. No, it's Belichick. T- like you'd like you'd Was think. One L or two L's. Or- <laughs> and I don't know why Whoa. he should. Pr- <laughs> read my mind. He should pronounce it Belichick, but he doesn't. Uh, True. So yeah. So okay. I, when I found out that Bobby was not cheering for the Eagles, I was a little bit surprised. Really? I, I'm not gonna lie. Because yeah, I didn't. If the Redskins were in the Super Bowl, and Bobby Bobby made his case, he said, "Look, what's another ring for Brady? Mm-hmm. Whereas you give the Eagles a ring, and that means so much more uh, in terms of the rivalry." But right. I, I like to think if the Redskins were playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I would root for the Redskins. I mean, sure. America. It's not just Philly. It's not just it's America hates the Patriots, and for good reasons. The Boston fans are the most annoying fans in sports. They are. They're all so incredibly annoying. I'm not going to get into stereotypes, 
But I will say that they are extremely annoying. You can say they're racist. You can say that. You could say that. They, they, and yeah, and you wonder, I mean, why they get all the stereotypes, and a lot of them tend to be true. So they wag their five rings in your face. And look, they cheat. It's not They have cheated multiple times in different areas, okay? So the Eagles at this point are America's team. They have a, a bunch of good guys in their locker room. I can't name a single one that's done anything heinous that the Redskins or that the Cowboys rather have it's done. It's kind of hard not to root for someone like Nick Foles. That exactly. A, oh, he's a great guy. Story. He is a sure. great guy. Doug Peterson, another great guy. I mean, it's it's a. They are good Chris people. Long, just an asshole. Uh, yeah, giving, total, giving his whole giving paycheck, <laughs> it's paycheck. Just every single paycheck to education. Come yeah, on. what a jackass! But basically, it's a it's a locker room full of good guys, and screw the Patriots. That's why. You know, it's I, a very compelling I, argument. When you say it's that, the, 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 in for the Patriots. <laughs> didn't, didn't I, I make say, it. Ian and I have talked about this. I, I don't hate the Patriots. And, I don't. And, and here's all. why: the reason why I don't, I can't hate a team that we play once every four years. Okay. And I, I, I am not personally affected. If I was in the AFC East or in the AFC for that matter, you know, I would hate them with a thousand souls. But I also you know, it, it, because it also reminds me of the. I'm sorry. It also reminds me almost of, of like the Jordan era because it, it's so remarkable of the consistent success that they've had that I, I'm just trying to appreciate it because you know I. But Jordan, I, I was grateful of being able. I was old enough to remember those late Jordan era Jordan days. But and Jordan wasn't caught cheating multiple times. Here's the thing. Though. Here's <laughs> here's here's the he thing though. Every yeah. single fucking team cheats. Yes. Every single last one. You know why? Because there's no there's no consequences. That's not okay. all. It is is Where fucking is the proof Liddell. That every team cheats. Where is the proof? NFL players have come out and said they didn't care what the Patriots did. Okay, so some NFL players don't care with every. There's no proof that every team. Cheated. You have a system. Legitimate proof that the Patriots have right. cheated. They got multiple caught times. Right, they got caught. Right, but there's. You can just say that. You can just say any team cheats. But there's no. If there's no proof, you, then there's no. Who was who was it, it? it with the well, heads? Who was the, the besides the Patriots? Who else was it with the headsets? Was that the was uh, it the Chiefs it was, or the Steelers or somebody else was with the headsets that they had? Thinking, uh, um, who am I thinking of? But you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. There's another there team that's like that. There are instances, but you can't just go and say right. every team right. cheats there because two pe- different teams have been the reason. Cheating. The reason why I say that Was is that Cowboys? when you're looking at just, and I'm I'm probably using the wrong word here, and my brother who's uh, has a PhD in economics is going to be pissed off at me. But the, the economics, or at least that you're looking at the society or the culture of football, yeah. where the only person in charge to make sure that shit doesn't go bad who's monetarily incentivized by 32 other people to shut the fuck up and is the only one that gets to hand down all of that and the one team that's kicking everybody's ass all the time that finds these little ways to be able to uh, say that the, the, the footballs are deflated or whatever. It doesn't matter. If, there's no, if any institution or culture has no repercussions for doing uh, illegal activity, well, the, actually, to be able to... Uh, a quick, uh, they sure. were punished, actually. Right. But that's they that's were. what I'm saying is that the to be able to find that to happen to be able to, the the process in which for that to uh, it, uh, an, an overviewing authority to be able to keep them in check a check and balances of an organization right okay. typically within any type of uh, news organization or uh, uh, any other corporation there's an HR department or there's an interior or a police department there's uh, internal affairs there's someone to keep the other people in line yeah the only person in the NFL is Chuck Liddell who is monetarily incentivized by every other team 
to look the other way or do do his job that he's paid to do, which is essentially just stand there and get booed and not do anything. But when someone else brings that up and they have no other uh, ability but to actually uh, uh, go something off about it or be able to change that, like that's you know what I'm saying. But why? It's okay. Roger Goodell, not Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever the <laughs> fuck his name you're is. You're killing it. Your point. Your point is 100 percent correct. But whatever his fucking name, name is, was, I don't, don't care. Here's the thing, Roger Goodell. <laughs> it's like the Boxer? Or the the, the NFL is okay. It's overseen by Roger Goodell, right? Who Chuck and Goodell. all thirty. Chuck, His name's sorry, Chuck. Chuck. Chuck Hernandez is. <laughs> he's held accountable by thirty-two owners. Right. Those thirty-two owners have the incentive that another team would not cheat. But they're, if they're all cheating, why would they care? But why then Everyone's would one cheating, team? No one is. What I'm saying is, is that because be there's evidence it doesn't exist, ever, doesn't mean that it's not happening. I'm not going to say it's not happening, right. but I'm, that's going to. Uh, Bobby murdered somebody. I don't have the proof, but it's. I can mm. tell you he did. What about? I didn't just because it didn't happen. No, that's, what about that's, that's a gross, what about that's a gross so, over exaggeration so of what I'm talking another, about. That's another example. But, but I mean, that, that's not that was cheating. happening across. But I'm saying that's the same thing where only the Saints got punished for it. But that, that happened across the league. Every single yeah, one of their defenses the Redskins, do that. They know so. Greg Williams did it with the Redskins. Correct. So but only, but got, only the Saints got punished for it. But we have had no it. evidence, no evidence whatsoever. No that one any looking other team, either. No evidence. That, why would they penalize one so team? No, but okay. And we would not hear about it from any other t- about any other team videotaping practices and getting that information and then deflating footballs. We haven't heard about it with any other team. Because they're really good at playing football, but shitty at being spies, apparently. You're, you're throwing out a theory that is proven by nothing and then just saying, well, yeah, may, it's, it's happening just because you don't know it's not happening. I'm saying it can be happening. It could and be. Everybody else is being able to Bobby do that. Bobby could be a murderer. But, but that's, that's, not, that's, that's a gross exaggeration <laughs> of the Bob. side. I'm saying that if their ability to do that and they're cheating, I don't, for me, that is not... Because they've been caught cheating, whatever, with the deflated footballs and the videotaping, I get that. Yeah. That is not a disqualifier for me to not root for them okay, over everything that's else. I'm, and that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But because, that's the argument that because I'm bringing. My, because my belief is that every single one of those teams, in some way, shape, or form, cheat in some way or well, the that, other. Well, that's your belief. There's yeah. no facts to back it up. But if that's your belief, then I'm not, I'm not going to be able to change your mind. I think that there are facts and and instances that have happened in multiple other teams that have been proven before, which means that the existence of it doesn't mean that it's stamped out. Look, Bounty Gate isn't cheating. Bounty Gate is just just bad ethics. It's just incentivizing hurting somebody. Right. I, I can't. I mean, in terms of other examples of cheating, no, well, the, all the, the one with the cell phones drugs. and they've gotten caught yep. and they've gotten in trouble for it. I would say the exact same thing if who is somebody who's gotten in trouble with PEDs? Roger Clemens. Roger Clint, yeah, I, I'm trying or to think Barry of a football Bonds. example, but oh, yeah, well, but I, I would I would say the same fo- thing. Is is, well, you would say the the individual gets punished for it, but even their teams aren't docked wins if they help them while they're still under the. Nor should they be because they have to be eleven guys on the on the field at all times. That's like docking a, a Syracuse 101 wins when they had a couple kids who were uh, getting papers finished by their professors, which actually happened. <laughs> which, also, which also happens and nationwide every school yeah. exactly but anyway that's that's my point is that it's there there is little proof to that the patriots are confirmed cheaters therefore we should not cheat, cheer for them fair enough and maybe because i, I again I, I just to be redundant here for a second i i just they're not in the same conference you know we, we don't deal with the only time we've really because the only time I've really developed a, a vitriol towards Boston fans happened this spring against the Celtics. 
and the, the really yeah oh yeah you're not you're yeah. not an O's fan what's that you're not an O's fan so you don't care about the Red Sox yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, there so, you go I do yeah. hate the Red Sox yeah and I, you're not I much of a hockey guy so you don't care you don't care about the Bruins I mean yeah I remember the, the Bruins series sense. a couple times <laughs> yeah. but really it was it was the Celtics yeah. fans that just I was like that was yeah you're a basketball guy yeah. that was it um and you know again if I were an AFC East fan or again I I would certainly feel I would agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I look, I didn't hate the Patriots either until they beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. It's just something that it, 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 until it happens to you, yeah. you don't think it can happen. Yep. And, and I actually like the Celtics until they beat us. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I remember I was so happy when <clears throat> the Celtics beat the Lakers 10 years ago because I was so happy for Kevin Garnett and yeah. Paul Pierce Ray Allen to win that. And now I hate them with a thousand souls. Yeah. That's so, fair enough. So now, this I guess is for me, it just needs to be something to be affected by personally. Yeah. In so, order to develop it, uh, which I understand. I understand. I've rooted for the the Patriots against the Seahawks. I mean, hmm. little stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I get. Well, I guess I'm the odd one out here because I've always hated the Patriots, and now I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. I've because like I felt because like growing up, my era, it was Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. You're either Manning guy or you're a Brady guy. And I was right. a diehard Manning guy. I was like, he's yeah. the better overall quarterback. He's a better quarterback than Brady. Brady's just on, always on a better team. And he is a better head coach. But I think you take skill set, Peyton was better. Um, and you imagine Belichick and Peyton. Would that even work? <laughs> yes. Eight <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, I was always anti-Brady. I always thought he's a crybaby. And also Raiders fan, <laughs> Tuck Rule. So I just oh, yeah, fucking hated him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I was like, he's a crybaby. Who you know? Who's a spokesperson for Uggs? Like that's just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's still weird. <laughs> I have Uggs, but I'm not gonna be a spokesperson for them. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they're fluffy. Okay, all right. Teachers on. Fluffy as fuck. Teachers on. But I just I love the fact that the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl, and we have three. The Giants have what now? Five, four, four, four. And the Cowboys have however, three, four, yeah. four. Which also, you guys have three Super Bowls. I, know, I love I know, that you have zero. I know that you I guys. I love that you have zero. I know that <laughs> you guys were probably not alive during. I guess that what, when was the last ninety? The, the last time they 90, won was 91. two months before I was born. Okay, so none of you guys were alive during their Super Bowl. Was, no, no, they were all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're okay. all yeah. close. Oh, okay. yeah, they're gotcha. all older than yeah, us. Yeah, we're don't remember it. Don't, but yeah, I was yeah. alive. Gotcha. I was alive for two. Technically, so you guys were. I mean, you guys have Super Bowls, so we do not. I mean, that's something that. And I like these that. are I our like that these you. are our toys. You don't get to play with them. <laughs> Correct. Sit in the corner and just <laughs> no. We, I mean, we are a, as downtrodden a, a sports city. We went twenty five years with four teams without winning a championship. We are doing that right now. But we haven't even made. And a we, haven't even, we haven't even got we to haven't the Eastern made conference. A conference finals except for the Caps, and they got swept in the in the final. And that was ninety eight. And you got you got the I baseball team in two thousand and five. Yes. So much later. I mean, we had four teams for twenty five, a hundred seasons. Yeah, DC are, Sports, hold my beer. We are watch. coming. We are coming up. <laughs> on you guys have you bringing it up. You guys have three Super Bowls. Have we the Wizards ever the won? They won in the seventies. Seventy seven. So, and an NBA championship. What's in the seventies? You, you had uh, the the. You're a Sixers fan. You have plenty of championships. In the seventies, okay. So, so, that, so, so we have one in so, the seventies. So no, I'm, no, I'm not saying that we are more downtrodden. I'm saying we are as downtrodden as you guys are. Do, are one the one that I was alive for? I'll give you 2008, 2008 okay. Phillies. But yep. the Flyers have made a Stanley Cup. The Eagles have we, now made their second Super Bowl. Hold on. I would argue. Okay. 
and the Sixers also made an NBA Finals. I would in, argue... When in he, your lifetime, and you're three years younger than me. I would argue, and you can talk to a Bills fan about this, it's more painful to get there and then lose. Don't want to know. But that doesn't matter because Bills have two okay, sports. Well, when we have you four. do it, it's pretty, pretty it's, it's, painful. Okay, yes, but it's, two sports to four. This is a continue, This is a year-round cycle for us. Once once like a, football like season ends, we're we're going right into <laughs> basketball and hockey playoffs. Once that ends, we're right into baseball. Once baseball ends, back into football. It's a year-round cycle of not making in the playoffs, not winning, not succeeding. I mean, I, we have the same thing with four teams. But you have found success at points. That's, yep. This is our, this, our the, whole point is that we have Phillies never world, found the a Phillies glimmer world of series, success. They, they, they were you very successful. You had three successful. Super Bowls. You had a Super Bowl. We're talking, about, we're talking about this era. <laughs> talking about my lifetime, 25 years. For 25 years. Go to if you were born two months earlier, you would also have a Super Bowl. Okay, but that would have been literally a week. How about my dad, who has been alive since 1955? Sorry, dad, and he has never seen an Eagles Super Bowl win. He's seen two Super Bowl appearances, never seen an Eagles Super Bowl win. Okay, yeah, I get that because my dad has seen my dad has lived through all three, members all three. It's a long damn time. Yeah, it's a long damn time. Uh, Think about my dad when you're watching that Super Bowl. Go Pats. I'm gonna go back. Hey, Birds. the other thing too is like I have really. You'll good find fr- no sympathy here. <laughs> I have really good friends who are Eagles fans. You, I have friends from college who are from the Philly area and are diehard Eagles fans. And when I cheer against the Eagles and I say mean things, God willing, you guys lose to Philly. Just know I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm just talking about agreed the rest of the fan base. Oh my God! Because what did I say when they won the NFC Championship game? I was like, you know what? My first thought was, congrats, Paul, congrats, Brian, congrats, all my other friends mm-hmm. who are Eagles fans, but God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to lose. I, I shook your hand and I said, congrats. That's awesome. You did. Because that's awesome. Because you've now been to two Super Bowls. I, I want that so bad. And I think it's because I want that so badly, I'm jealous that you have it and you're three years younger than me. I still haven't gotten that Super Bowl win, though. But I've, you've been there. I haven't even seen them make the NFC. I haven't seen them make the, the NFC Championship we're, game. We just want to get in the conversation. We, yes, the con- we're not in the conversation. We've never ever, even been in ever, the conversation. Ever, ever. You have while you guys are alive. You guys were in the conversation. You were the conversation. You won a Super Bowl. I was three and a half. I have, you have, I have pictures of me in a Redskins Once uniform. You win That's that, about it. Because why don't you want us to win that Super Bowl? Because then we can use it for all time. You guys have that Super Bowl. You have three of them. You can use that. If the Eagles win on Sunday, I am. They could lose one game a year, win one game a year for the next forty-five years, and I'm still going to be calling Bobby every Super Bowl and saying, "Remember that one that we won." And that is why that I don't want exactly you to win. Literally, just explain why none of us want that. For but you. that is exactly <laughs> what you guys already have. So I'm saying we are as down. No, we don't. And if I, you do, no, we don't. Because no, no, whenever that's brought up, it's like, yeah, like 20 years ago. Like, who gives a shit? That's what's always. It doesn't matter how many that, you have. That's, we're not alive do, during the time but that it matters. You can then do that to me. But that's it. But that's the thing. It's like I like that I can do that to you. I like that I can throw my three rings in your it's face. All, it's all very petty. I don't know. And if I you like realize that you have zero. This. You can't. You can't both throw your rings in my face and then say, no, no, "Oh, no. we're the worst." No, no, no. no. That's more of a like numbers thing. Where like it's actually true since 1992 that we are the most downtrodden. In terms of what winning percentage per year? No, no, no. In terms, in terms of. In terms of how far I gotta, I gotta, our four teams are progressing in the postseason, yeah, we're the worst. Okay, by far. The I mean, worst. there are different and, ways, and, and ter- especially in terms of teams with all four. The sports. Phillies are the worst f- franchise of all time. You have, have a World Series, ten thousand, yes. and that ends the argument. <laughs> Paul, that ends the argument. Thirty years, Bobby. But that ends the argument. They are the oldest team to stay in their city for that amount of time. They have stayed in Philly since eighteen eighty three. 
They have two World Series championships. That is. They have more than ten thousand losses. No other team in baseball can say that. The Nats have you, never made it out of the first round. You want to because World the Nats have been ago. there since two thousand five. The Orioles. Two thousand five, Bobby. Eighteen eighty three. You won a World Series. No, we got swept in the ALCS. But uh, at least they made it. And I was also no. Like, I mean like. Recently? No, yeah, sorry, 2014. Yeah. You're, 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 you're looking right, you're at right, this through, right. through a recency lens when I'm looking at it through a grander lens. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm looking at it through but, okay, sports so, but, uh, franchises but let me, all time. Okay, but like, I'm so when you talk about a recency lens, I'm talking about all four sports. Yes, in the grand teams, I think, okay, fine. But right when you do that, I'm more so focusing on the Eagles, and I love that you've never won. Okay, but that we've also not, but not, then, not you specifically, Paul. Just the Eagles and and Philly. Like I'm not mad that you have never won. Because like, I would love for you to um, enjoy that. Just not with the Eagles. Well, no, Hopefully, it sorry to interrupt. On um, it's been Kendall Fuller is indeed the player that the Redskins are sending, along with a third round pick. Chiefs fleece skins. Fuller is the second best CB on the team. Adam Schefter tweeted that. Mike Jones tweeted that. So I'm, I. I I don't know what's going on. Sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no, I'm yeah, glad I, I got that out of my system. Um, Adam Schefter, Kendall Fuller is, is the player <laughs> nice. that made the trade for Alex Smith possible. Oh, God. Chiefs view Fuller as a bona fide starter. He, I bet they of do. Course, of course they is. fucking do. Why? What, what, what do we not Why? see in him? No. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Well... See, was, I, I, I guess I, when you say re- the recency effect, and I, I see that you're looking at it from a broader st- standpoint, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to understand that. And I, I guess what, what Bobby was saying earlier is that it's just wanting to be in the conversation. Right, I understand. And, and the fact that it's been 25 years with four teams, well, for the better part, with four teams and not even be able to get into that <laughs> top four, that final four. Right. Is what is just almost mathematically such an anomaly. I just, I, and, and yeah, it is. Not only that, but even with premier talent, I mean, with the Nationals have premier talent, and the Capitals have had premier talent, um, and still nothing to show for it. And just, you know, I would, having lived here my entire life, I, I just, I really want to see what this town will look like with a team that really has, oh my God, we're, yeah. we're almost here. I, I understand. And the, the fact that I haven't had that, it, it, it's yeah. just depressing beyond reproach. reproach I, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. All as as somebody who also witnessed. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of teams that have not even come close. I mean, the Sixers. I was six years old when they made the finals. I've all I've wanted as a diehard Sixers fan is just to be in the conversation. And now we're back in the conversation because we may be a playoff team. I I, I very much understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm I tend to look from a broader perspective and look at like my dad's era or my grandfather's era or these people who have been in the city. Yeah of brotherly love for their whole lives and have never seen a Super Bowl ring and they have seen two World Series championships. And they, my my great uncle, who's 100 years old, has seen two Phillies World Championships and he's been in Philly pretty much his whole life. <laughs> and that's it. And he's seen zero, he's seen three NFL championships pre-Super Bowl and no Super Bowl ring and... Not he hasn't seen, and recently he hasn't seen a Flyers championship since the seventies, and he hasn't seen a Sixers championship since the seventies. And so when Carson Wentz went out with his uh, torn ACL, you thought, oh, I, Bobby was there when I was, I, I was devastated. I was with him. We were in our, we were at the winter meetings. I was pretty devastated. He was very, and so much so I didn't even, rightfully, so. I knew how he felt. I didn't even yeah. bother talking. I didn't even yeah. bring it up. 
I oh, we've been there. We, yeah, I was. I You're was looking at there. it right now. <laughs> we were eating steaks next to each other, and yeah. I was basically crying into my steak. Those are damn good. We're at. Uh, they were good. Shula's Shula's Steakhouse. Don Shula. I need yeah, Don Shula's Steakhouse. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Good. So steaks. I got a porter, let's, porter I mean, we're almost hey. we're up a, we're up in an hour. So <laughs> you know, we we said we'd get into basketball, then shit <laughs> hit the fan. Maybe we'll get that next week. Um, let's get into the actual game. Yeah. So the yeah. reporter can end on his state of the union. Bobby is. Everything up and running because the Wi-Fi is down again. Uh, I don't need Wi-Fi to be recording. So okay. Yes, we are still recording. Okay. Just making sure. Wi-Fi's so, good. Um, good. No, it's, it's your computer. Um, it's your it's your it's your your receiver in your computer. It's got to be. Sure. Um, okay. So, right now, this the Patriots are favored by yeah, four, are. four and a half. Yeah, I think so. As a, ESPN has it at four, but it's been yeah. It's, I think it's changing. Yeah, and you have the over under at forty eight. So when you want to look at this from an offensive, offense, defense, special teams, I would say on the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles are the better team. Yes. I don't even think that's debatable. Um, yeah, I think from a – yeah. if I mean, one game is one game, so I'm not going to say they're going to play better, but no question. I mean, this is the, the best Eagles defense I've, I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than the team that they took to the – defense they took to the Super Bowl in 2005. Yeah. Um, it's, it, they <coughs> held teams to 79 rushing yards per game. I mean, just absurd numbers. Yeah. The rushing defense is incredible. Yeah, you know, it's really been their front seven because yeah. I mean, this is something that they've allocated either a lot of draft picks or free agency to. Um, Both. I mean, yeah, yeah, they. I mean, you look at their front seven. They it was like really brilliantly put together. They have Fletcher Cox, and then they traded for Timmy Jernigan, who's mm-hmm. been amazing. Brandon they signed. Graham. Yep, Brandon Graham, who they re-signed. Actually, thank you, Chip Kelly, for re-signing him. Uh, one good thing he did, um, and they. They signed Chris Long, mm-hmm. and they drafted Derek Barnett. So they yeah. have these five guys now on the front line who are damn good. And they have, uh, in terms of the linebackers, they have um, guys that Nigel Bradham that they signed. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hicks is out, but he was he's pretty amazing. And then um, you know behind him they have uh, Donnell Ellerby and these guys that they they signed. They've gotten to play well. But the overarching theme is. Pretty much, no matter who they've thrown in there, and they've mixed up the defense a lot. It's all credit to Jim Schwartz. They, yeah, and they, he's been how amazing. he hasn't been uh, head coach interview. I'm shocked. Is, uh, yeah, is really shocked. Especially, I mean, maybe that will happen. Is there are there any vacancies still? I think everybody's filled or yeah, like filled you know, now. quote okay. unquote filled. You know, I mean, McDaniel's is getting a second shot here. Yeah. Shermer's getting a second shot, and with what Schwartz has done, especially with the amount of injuries, Kendricks went down. Yeah, yeah, your secondary was depleted virtually all season. And yet he was did a remarkable job, and you know I guess what's concerning if you were a Patriots fan, if you are the Patriots, that is, is I mean the Eagles are kind of have that blueprint of how the Giants beat them in the Super Bowl, and that was with pressure amongst the front seven, yeah. interior pressure, and Tom Brady just does not have that escapability, yeah, in order to do so, and that's what leads <clears throat> them to you know dictate basically the pace of the game, yeah, and so. You know, it's really an offense versus defense type of scenario because, you know, I would say unequivocally that the Patriots' offense is better than the Phillies without Carson Wentz, that is. And I would say unequivocally that the Eagles' defense is better than New England's. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to put this down to be between special teams because I I would really say that's... uh, Right, uh, yeah. Especially because with kickoffs... It's always a toss-up. Yeah, yeah, you You can't... Yeah, but... I will say it is. It is. I, I think the Patriots should be favored in this game. I just based on the fact, partly that they're the Patriots and the, mm-hmm. we're the Eagles, and we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot somehow. 
because that's what we do. Uh, I just keep waiting for this team to screw up. Uh, but basically, yeah. Are you going to trade for Alex Smith too? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that'd be special. Because they're playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry to um, cut you off. Uh, yeah, I mean, Uma drink. The the it's really. I think honestly, this game is going to come down to which Nick Foles are we going to get. Um, True. We, he has been extremely go. volatile in his career. We saw it even in that year when he had twenty seven touchdowns and two interceptions. He had a game against Dallas where he went eleven for twenty nine for like eighty yards. Mm-hmm. Was horrible. Got knocked out in the fourth quarter. Took a week off with a concussion. Came back and threw seven touchdowns against the Raiders. So he has been, and in the in the playoffs, we've seen the good Nick Foles and we've seen the bad Nick Foles. The yeah. Falcons game, he was pretty bad. They won in spite of him. Didn't turn the ball over. Though. Yeah, yeah, didn't turn the ball over. But they pretty much won in spite of him. And in the um, uh, Vikings game, they won because of him. Yeah. So it just depends on which Nick Foles are we going to get. So I pray to God it's the Nick Foles that we saw against the Vikings. You know, and it's what the Patriots are known for is whatever the teams whatever they're they're good at whatever their specialty is they're going to they're going to find another way to beat us. Yeah. And so when the Eagles midseason acquired Jay Ajayi, yeah. My first reaction was, "Oh my, I mean this is while well, Carson Wentz was on his way. Which yeah. Was probably going to be the MVP if he didn't get hurt." Yeah. Um, I question. I thought, "Oh my god, they're they're putting all their chips in. They're going for it. They think they have a legitimate shot and they do." Yeah. Um Bobby it took like Bobby like 8 weeks to be convinced that this team was for real. <laughs> it took me, it. I'm still not convinced. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it. No. A, so anyway, so, you mean, one would think that, you know, if I were the Eagles game plan, it was like, we, we yes, Nick Foles <laughs> won us a game, but yeah. if it were up to us, we need that excellent ra- running game of Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blount, and I think, was it Werner, the number 30? Is that it? Uh, no. Corey Clement. That's it. Yeah. Well, you have Barner, too. Barner, yeah, Kenyon right. Barner. Anyways, so you would think that they're going to have a heavier emphasis on the run, which is where right. the uh, Patriots tended to struggle. Yeah. Earlier in the season. Um, you know, it's a game of chess. Yeah. Well, that's, so, that's uh, yeah. What, and Doug Peterson excels at that. And that's something that has been his biggest asset, I think. It's b- because you saw against the Falcons. He's a good Falcons, coach, man. He's a really good coach. Yeah. You saw against the Falcons, he was dink and dunk. Nick Foles was throwing these tiny eight-yard passes. And then all of a sudden against the – and the Vikings keyed in on that. They were ready for it. And against the, the, the Vikings, he starts throwing flea flickers. He starts throwing bombs to mm-hmm. – uh, Alshon Jeffrey, so Torrey Smith too. To Torrey Smith, so it's it's the kind of thing where it's it, it, basically we'll see what kind of game plan Doug Peterson pulls out. What is he going to try to counter punch with? Mm-hmm. Um, because we know Bill Belichick's the best game planner in the NFL. So what can what can Doug EP throw up there? Okay, and then uh, as far as the dog agrees, <laughs> as far as what New England is going to do on the offensive side of the ball. You would think, I mean, last year, I mean, Brady threw it, what, 50-plus times? Yeah. I mean, of course, a lot had to do with the score. Right. Yeah, yeah, he had to. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, that is still their strength. Um, And with, I mean, you could see a lot of Deion Lewis, a lot of what, what, I mean, Gronkowski appears to be healthy. He's going to be playing. Yeah, I think he'll play. Yeah. You know, I would say that the Eagles' weakness is the secondary. Definitely. And so, you know, they're going to attack that weakness. So that would you'd see a lot of Brandon Cooks. I mean, who's going to be able to match up with Gronk? Yeah. Oh, no. No. <laughs> well, nobody, frankly, can. No, but my guess, well, the good news is the Eagles have Michael Kendricks, which uh, he's one of the more athletic linebackers, and I think he'll probably get that assignment. Um, that being said, that's like, you know, that, you know. Could you see this game as a shootout? Uh, I could. Yeah, I could. It de- mm. uh, If Nick Foles is the good Nick Foles, then yes. I think because if, if 
these cornerbacks have been have played extremely well for the Eagles, but they definitely have some weak spots. Most notably, they can be beaten by the double move. Mm-hmm. They've gotten beat, burned on that multiple times. They still have a young cornerback group that is not fully tested. Their safeties are good, but their corners are definitely liable. So, I could see the I could see Belichick exploiting their weaknesses and uh, and uh, Cooks having a good game. I'm surprised by the over under. I mean, while yes, the Eagles defense is really good, mm. I think an over under at at 48 with with an explosive offense in the Patriots and still with I mean what the Eagles did to an excellent Minnesota defense. Yeah. I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, I agree. I thought it would be in the 50s. What is it? 48. Hmm. I'm expecting a low-scoring game for a couple of reasons. Historically, the Pats play low-scoring Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles' defense is as good as advertised. And Nick Foles. So kind of all three of what you guys are right. saying. You know, I'm expecting good, not great Nick Foles. I mean, if you guys get great Nick Foles, I think you guys are going to win. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think yes. that defense is going to – I mean, that defense has been on fire the yeah. postseason. Mm-hmm. The rotating D-lineman. Yeah. If, if Nick Foles plays like that – And that's the thing, too, Ian, is that what scares me the most about them winning, possibly winning, is because the Eagles have the recipe to beat. Oh, yes. Get pressure up the middle with just four guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how you beat Tom Brady. And those are fresh guys, too, because yeah. you keep them and, rotating. Yeah, and, yeah. Get, so, and with depth – exactly. Yep. So It's scary. It is scary. Uh, but, no, I'm expecting a kind of a defensive game, um, low scoring. It'd be fun if it was a shootout, but, I mean, I think typically these games are a little – it's going to be close. Yeah. It's definitely going to be close. I, I don't see it going being a blowout one way or the other. Either way, I'm going to be extremely – Oh, you're – Your butthole. Oh, yeah. How are you watching on Sunday? I mean, do you have to be alone in, like, a fortress of pillows? Yeah. Or, you know, or do you want to be around people? I mean, I wouldn't um, – I wouldn't know. I thought – I was thinking about it because I've uh, – last time I was in this experience, I was nine years old, so I don't have uh, any frame of reference. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be watching the game with my family, just yeah. with my dad. Uh, want to be with pops, uh, hopefully, if something happens. The other thing, though, is, I mean, I'm, I'm I live about 40 minutes outside of actual Philadelphia, so if I have to go, if they win, oh, I mean, you got to go. I got to go into, and I mean. I got to be at City Hall. 100%. Yeah. You have to. Um, Climb those grease poles. So, yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so when you see me in an SB Nation or Bleacher Report video as the guy who falls and breaks his head open. There you go. Shoot for bar stool. It was good. worth it. Yeah. I already told Paul. I already told Paul if, he gets a, if they win, he gets arrested. Call me. I'll come get you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's I get it. the three hours to come. Because I, I get it. And he'll be, I'll take it. he'll be he'll be cursing under his breath the whole drive back, but he I'll be will be so me back. furious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll record a podcast on my own, just yelling at people. Guys, are we sure Kendall Fuller's not getting traded? <laughs> He's getting traded. He's getting traded. God damn it! It keeps oh, getting worse. Yeah, no. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. You were talking to Paul. Sorry. Was, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Schefter keeps saying. Yeah, no. It's it's happening. Everyone, everyone's making fun. Not making fun of everyone's saying like, oh, poor Kendall Fuller. He. uh he goes did, to a contender now. He didn't know. Well, no, no. They say he. he yeah, guys, it's it's uh, Grant Paulson. Yeah, no, it's happening. But why we're he, fucked. But so it wasn't like he didn't even know. He stupid. said he wasn't. So he yeah. must have called somebody. That's what I just tweeted. I was yeah, like, so the did. Redskins spat in Kirk Cousins' face by d- with this trade, and then also lied to Kendall Fuller's face by telling him you're not getting traded. We just traded, traded the best slot corner in the NFL. The hardest, one of the hardest positions to play. 
Yep. Josh I Nor- hate you. I hate you, Bruce Allen. Josh Norman also I hate you, Washington tweeted Redskins. goodbye to Kendall Fuller. Just, who did? Just keep Josh showing Norman. that B-roll. Josh Norman. You know what I have to do? In the offseason, i got to listen to Chad Duke's epic 12-minute rant again. Like I have to every once in a while, therapeutically. I, I didn't think I'd have to do this I don't, in freaking... Oh! I, don't, I haven't listened to Sports Talk Radio. Actually, the first time I listened was today while I was working out. I haven't listened to uh, the fan since the end of the season, and now I have to listen for the next... like. All day tomorrow. 12, 12 hours of it. All right. I'm, I'm done. This is un real. Triple P. Cool, Triple cool, P, please. Triple P. We're at 115, I can't, I can't, I can't but I don't care. Cool, Wait, hold on. Cool, I, I, cool. I, I, Ian, when you say you're done. I'm done with right now. I, I really can't even. I No, I'm done. All right, Porter, Triple P. Literally. Yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Go Wizards. Wait, hold on. Let's do a quick Super Bowl prediction. Oh, good. Let's do that. Um. All right, everybody. Mm-hmm. Who's going first? Who wants to go first? Um, let's get Paul, Paul goes first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm wrong yeah. about I've been wrong about literally every prediction. So I'm going with um 30 24 Patriots. What? He's 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 doing he's doing, oh, really you're well. doing yeah. he's, he's doing yeah, the thing. Kendall Fuller's one of the last people to find out he got traded. That poor guy. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did he, did he tweet moving, about we're it? We're that fact. On, no, no, some <laughs> reporters are tweeting. <laughs> oh my but god. He's yeah. I'm sorry. He had to find out that way. That's shit. He was one of the last people to find out. I think the Patriots will win 27 to 26. And a last second field goal. 27 to 26. That would. Kowski. You will not see me ever again. If that <laughs> 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 yeah, I was going to go Eagles covering, but Pat's winning. Yeah. 27 24 is what I was thinking. Okay. Wow. Do we have a sweep here, guys? We know how those work out. Wait, what did he, what did you pick? Sorry, I was reading. I said 30-24 Pats. Damn, you picking the Pats? Oh, he's doing the yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just wrong. I'm wrong. Every I'm time. sure you are. Um, I'm going uh, 23-16 Pats. Low scoring. Okay. Yep, like I said. 24-21 Pats. Slot corner in the I'm going 24-10 Redskins. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Get out, Paul. <laughs> look at that. Look at that shitting Eagles grin. This uh, is unbelievable. Guys, you guys are just gonna just just wait four days and then you guys can throw it right back in my No, because we know. still won't we have would. Kendall Fuller and we'll have Alex Smith. So we are f- <laughs> I thought Ernie Grunfeld was the worst GM. Yeah, no, Bruce season. is t- he just uh, Hold his hold, hold my beer. <laughs> oh my god, this is unfucking real. No, like literally. Unbelievable. The number one slot corner in the fucking D- game. Our, our for a thirty-four-year-old quarterback. I want to. I arguably our best offensive and defensive player this year. I'm yes. gonna go break stuff. Both gone in one night. Porter, okay. did you make your prediction? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we pulled a Not fucking, a fucking Kaiser Soze okay. on it. I did. So. <laughs> You gonna tonight? Are you, are you gonna introduce me like the the guy from the fucking uh, halls of Congress? No, I don't know. How, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. No, but tonight was the State of the Union address. Our dear President Donald Trump spoke yep. to the the Union, uh, we the people, as they say, down in the in the courthouses and the uh, the I'm dome, the so Capitol much. building. And so, our own Gregory Porter is going to be giving his very <laughs> own. <laughs> State of the Union that address. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not anticipating that, but very nice cue up there, Bobby. Thank you. Well, um, oh, it's, oh, it's still going. Got it. I don't know how to fade it out. Got it. 
Well, distinguished gentlemen of uh, the studio and ladies and gentlemen of the audience listening, um, our president, I have not listened to his words yet, but I can already pretty much guess what they had to say, uh, everything about the wall and how he's taking credit for the economy doing amazing, not to mention that uh, that had been put under policies given by Obama eight years before that, but that's beside the point. Um, in all of everything that's happening, I, I was considering and talking about this of like what I was going to do, and I know a couple months ago, I was just like shit on Trump and threw out like, okay, here's your argument for this, 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 and this, and hear how he lied this, 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 this in time, and how this, 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 this is wrong, and not even close to the point of what you're trying to make. Um, and when I did that, in a, I think I was talking about a family member of my father who I'd, I'd wrote a post about and, and thought that that would just be too bombastic and too just, you know, shitting on everything. But I feel like at this point now, anybody that has the argument of, you know, when you talk about, or especially in the bubble that we're in in D.C., that, well, do you think Hillary would have done better? And every time I hear that argument, I just want to just grab the person by the shoulders and say, the election is over. Hillary has nothing to do with this conversation. The person in charge that you voted for and are supporting is doing this right now. Right now, he's doing all these programs. Right now, he's taking away and cutting all this funding. Right now, he's putting people in charge that are ruining decades long of policy that have created the powerhouse that the United States has been globally. And it's just, just gleeful just expression of just, oh, well, fuck it, man, burn it down. Like this ignorance and just willful ability to just, just not accept that it's not okay. Like, you can 100% voted for Trump. That is fine. That's your right as an American. You know, you're hoping for him to be able to do well. But everything else to the contrary of what's been showing up now is just, I, I have a hard time listening to anybody put forth a legitimate argument towards his success. And I feel it's more important for everybody in the country now to recognize that low to lower middle class to lower class citizens uh, of this country not being uh, or, or taking for granted for uh, a large amount of manufacturing jobs leaving the United States with no plan in place really to really help those people to be able to come back it's out of the powerhouse that we've been since World War II the you know the uh, uh, global military complex that we started from World War II and all the, the manufacturing jobs that have since moved away that has no longer been economically viable for us to be able to hold here and no real plan to educating or bringing those people up into jobs that can fill something else, right? So Blockbuster being going out of business, Barnes & Noble going out of business because of Amazon, coal going out of business because gas is cheaper and the just everything moving towards automation. Taking that step or actually recognizing that I think is a fault of the country and not bringing everybody else with it. But now you have an entire population of people that has been shit on for the last 20 years, and they're still American citizens, and they still should be listened to, and we should still take care of them. However, it's kind of hard when they vote against their own self-interest, and they say dumb shit all the fucking time that is just has no seated realm uh, in reality because they're forced information that is blatantly just not true. And just from institutions like Fox and Breitbart and all this Facebook news that is just complete fucking horseshit. So other than the fact that everything's just going to shit and that we're on the end of our uh, the America's dream of, of you know, of the uh, end of its last runs of an empire like uh, the Ottomans and the Romans and the, and the, uh, um, the English, I feel like this is going to be the footnote of which that if we don't come back from or if we don't come as a country and just say, like, just fucking stop, figure out a plan, quit all this fucking craziness and let's just actually work together and get something done and make things that make sense. 
it's just going to get worse. And to anybody that says that the, you know, the Russian thing is bullshit, then why is it still going? Why are they still finding things? Why are they still indicting people? Why are they still arresting people? Why are they still questioning people? And it's getting more and more up the chain. If that weren't the case, or if you weren't worried about it, then why the hell would you care that a lawyer is talking to somebody else and asking them questions? If there wasn't a legitimate reason for you to be upset by it, why does it matter then? If they didn't do anything wrong and you're answering those questions from the police that are supposed to ask these to you, why does it matter? I digress. Everything's going crazy right now. I feel like it, it's, it has to do less with, and there's a, a, a major amount of anger on either side that we're just taught that we need to fucking hate each other. And if you're not a real re- Republican, unless you hate Democrats and you're not a real uh, intelligent, uh, liberal, uh, you know, uh, a sensitive person, unless you hate Republicans and they, they have to all be one or the other. And I think that's complete horseshit. I think that stupid people should always be, a, a, um, you know, uh, admonished and said, like, just shut the fuck up, like stop spreading willfully ignorant, dumb shit. Like, just please sit down. Like, you, yeah, you, you have, you're allowed to have an opinion, but I'm allowed to tell you to shut the fuck up because you're wrong. So, I don't know. I just... Well, can I, can I, can I, ask, can I ask questions? I just, I just you know, uh, every, everything, everything now, it's just so sad every time I watch the news. Everything but between, like, and it's, it's both sides of it. If it's not the Associated Press, it, I, I don't really trust where it's coming from and I hope the best for us and I wish I wish things would change but there's so much going on we're giving so much power to foreign powers now China's taking over pretty much all of Africa and their mineral deposits and they're and are, are just getting everything they could possibly want we need all of that for our technology that we're using for our, our jets and, and computer chips and cell phones and everything else Russia is putting in the same bet into um, uh, using its influence in foreign countries that we are out Outward saying, we don't want to work with you. Not working with Iran is probably one of the biggest mistakes that our country can do. Like making friends with your enemies is how you create prosperous futures. You cannot just go through and say, fuck these people. We're never going to work with them when they're a massive, massive influence in a region in which we need to control. That makes zero sense. Not coming to the table to be able to do that and then making it even worse. And whatever. I'm not even, I'm not even going to touch Israel. I'm not even going to do that. It's. Whatever. Go Pats, fuck Eagles. Well, halfway. <laughs> Corey, can, I, can I ask you a few questions? Sure. So uh, you mentioned, you know, a big part of Trump's speech tonight was regarding um, the current economics with this country, with how the market's going. Oh, I'm sure he said that. Happened. I have no idea. I haven't listened to it so yet, but yeah. It, I'm if, sure he took credit. One that, of course. And so one that is a, if someone comes up to you that supports Trump, diehard Republican, what have you, you know, blind faith, as I've been since called it, since I've revoked my allegiance, but... Anyways, um, what would you say to that? Well, I would also like to point out to anyone else who is upset with anything I've said, I am a registered Republican and uh, to, to that end, so just get that out of the way. Me to, too. To, to anybody that says that of, so sorry, remind me of, of what's going on with the economy. Why wouldn't that be Trump's doing? Is that? Yeah, I know you're saying he, he, I would, I'm under the presumption that he's taking credit right. for the current right. growth that it's at and success it's been recently and so so since since the crash of 2008 and everything of uh the monetary policies that have been put in place and the restriction of uh uh, interest rates and and everything else the the lending rate has been so low and has allowed corporations and everybody else to be able to take out money to grow and, and come back from the fall in 2008 uh their the economy or the and again i'm not 
a finance. Uh, I don't. I don't have a fucking PhD. I'm not. You know, the be all end all of that. But the policies in which that the these types of changes don't happen overnight. They don't happen in one year. The f- fiscal policy to see it through would take at least five to ten. So everything we're seeing now is the work of which that's been done by the the Obama administration and the what's what's been called the Trump bump, uh, which just the the greatest fucking innuendo ever um, <laughs> is is uh, the market's reaction to his commitment to deregulation. So their confidence or investor confidence, which has been at an all time high. Um, uh, putting more money back into the stock market, which is great for the stock market, but that doesn't do dick all to the people making $10 an hour uh, or living below the poverty line with two uh, adult age uh, uh, individuals earning a living um, and still having to take government assistance. Like that, that doesn't equate to everybody else. That has a very big effect on corporations. It has a very big effect in private investors and it has a very big effect in people with already established money. It has absolutely nothing to do, or at least the trickle-down economics that we've been taught to believe is supposed to be good for the country, which, spoiler alert, Reagan there tried doing that and it didn't fucking work. Um, and there's trying to do that now. And it's this trust us now, believe us later, which is just horseshit in my opinion. Uh, there are better things that we can do that is not socialism, that is completely capitalism, and that is in the best interest of the country that is not, you know, just bending it over and, and letting corporations be able to take whatever they want, which is everything to the contrary is what is happening right now with the United States setting controlled by Republicans. They're going to have a really hard time in 2018. They're going to, if they don't fix it around or they don't change it or they don't show what they're doing is, uh, you know, making some changes towards that. They're they're gonna lose both, and honestly, right now, I don't think they deserve it. And I think they're so beholden to this small, very loud, very strong minority in the uh, conservative sect of, of Republicans that just they they came out with Trump and they just had enough, and now their feeling of well, if we don't support them, then we're not gonna have the base that we need to be able to be successful, and. I mean, it was countered to that in Virginia and in Alabama, but barely. Um, so it still exists, and the, the, the effect of those people feeling that way is still there, and there are many people that could care less what he does. They think anything that he does is amazing because Hillary wouldn't be able to – you think Hillary would do a better job. I swear to God, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Like, she's not here. She has nothing to do with this anymore. Everything that's happening right now you know, is him. One thing that I, I that you mentioned that – you know, struck with me, and I, I agree with virtually everything that you said. Was you know, I look back on just you want to look back at 1776, founding principles of our country were bipartisanship, and yep. you know, the idea of why we formed a country is right. Well, of course, because we didn't want to pay taxes, but either way, it was you know, I have an opinion about something. Right. Well, I have an opinion about th- right. that, and it differs. That's okay. Unbelievable. That's yeah. all right, yeah. and and the fact that there's so like you. As if you're a Republican, you have to hate Democrats, yeah. not disagree with them, hate them, yeah. loathe them to yeah. the the ever, ever yeah. whatever. I can't think of the proper adjective. And uh, and the same same goes for Democrats. You know, if I told you know a, a huge Hillary supporter that you know I'm a Republican, she goes, "Oh, you're a you know a, yeah. a pickup truck, yep. Confederate flag waving, country music style, yeah. gay racist. bashing, racist." Yeah, yeah and, and which is not true. Any of that, right? Especially country music, huh? right? <laughs> but, uh, oh, come on, y'all. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, it, it's just 
you know, like we have an Eagles fan right here. I think I hate you guys, ah. but <laughs> it's but that's it's, okay. It's more. It's also like you have a president openly saying that the First Amendment shouldn't be respected. That there shouldn't be a free press for anybody that does that he doesn't like that says something bad against him. That is just literally repeating what he says. Like it's not even like, oh, this is, no, he actually said this. Oh, it's a fake news. I never said that. Like, what do you we have you on video saying that? What are you talking about? Like, it's shit like that that is just blows, blows my mind that anybody who, you know, you see the whatever, I'm not gonna talk about them. It doesn't matter. it's I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the Bill of Rights is, should be the fucking Ten Commandments, in my opinion. It is more important than the Bible. It's more important than any uh, document that ever ever created. It's been the basis of uh, 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 modern-day democracies for, uh, what is it, like some 92 nations or some shit? Like, those First Amendments, and especially the first one, to remove church and state, to have freedom of press, right to assemble, all of those couldn't are what keep a tyranny from being able to uh, regain power and having that power. Any free leader who says that that is not something that is important or that is um, second guessing or un- trying to undermine the importance of by saying the people that use that aren't American enough or aren't like everything with uh, uh, um, uh, Colin Kaepernick like couldn't be more just poignant of an expression of being American by expressing his first amendment right to, to peacefully protest something that he believes in on a stage and a platform that he has that couldn't have been more American and shitting on him and yelling at him to be fired. And now his, his career is completely fucking ruined because of it and being taken completely out of context by other people, that type of shit that is, that's not who the leader of the free world and who the leader of the global economy and the leader of what is supposed to be right and just in the world, in my opinion, should do. And that's what's just been so frustrating. And this is year fucking one. And you know, the one pur- year. The purpose of the, the the greatest country in the world is compromise and in the freedom <sighs> and whatever. It, so freedom, freedom, and freedom, right? Yeah. It, it's it's not. And uh, <laughs> cue the Will McAvoy uh, rant God, and I, news I, I fucking that's, Sorkin. I I hope one day I get to meet you and shake your hand. You're an amazing <laughs> human being. One of the best writers of all time. All right. Well, um, we're wrapping up here on an hour and a half. Yeah, let's get um, done. Paul, thank you so much. Hey, for thanks for on. having me. Yeah. Um, this has been. <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, dude. We got to have really you on sorry. again. We'll, we'll have you back on. You know, I was really excited to talk yeah. basketball, too, man. Um, this was not the intended episode. I wore my episode. Joel Embiid shirt. I was ready. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, yeah. it's okay. That's I wore my Redskins shirt. That worked we, out. We, we, yeah. just, we trust the process. I wore my Wizards hat. That yeah, I got to get a text that Embiid just broke his face in like two days. No, but yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for having me. Yep. This, was a, this was a blast. I hope I didn't get go too far during our... Uh, Never. No, no, no. Never. That was great. Never. That was good. It's good to have discussion. We should um, we should tweet Chuck Liddell, see what he thinks. How <laughs> <laughs> was it going from MMA to owning, owning the NFL? I don't know. I got I got super passionate. I just, just tunnel vision. Just start forgetting shit. I was on the 51st yard line all over again. Oh, I thought it was entourage. What's a Chuck Liddell? <laughs> Um, so he is Paul Mancano. You can check him out all baseball season long on Masson All Access. Follow at Masson Orioles and at Masson Nationals to see Paul and me working behind the scenes with him all season long for baseball stuff. You can follow him on Twitter too at Paul Mancano, one word. Um, and we're the Put Me in Coach Podcast. I'm Bobby Blanco at Bobby underscore Blanco. Tom. Tom Natale at Tom underscore Natale. Ian. Ian underscore Foster 21. Gregory. Gregory at None of Your Business.
Um, <laughs> go to hell, Bruce Allen. Yeah. Um, you just traded away the best slot corner in the NFL. And this is nothing against Alex Smith. Nothing to do with yeah. him. If it was a one year, I'd be okay with it. Stopgap. This is not a stopgap. Follow nope. at, right. Right. Follow just, at just PMF. Let it, just, just let it go, sweetie. Oh, I, put <laughs> put I, it I'm, down, sweetie. I'm saying this right now because I, I, I know I can't because I'm a psycho. I, I'm really going to try to find a way for the next, what is it, six, seven months to, to find a way to not watch this team anymore. I can't do it. Follow at PMIC Podcast on I can't do it. Twitter, Instagram. We are a sports podcast. Facebook, <laughs> Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We will have much more on this topic to come. We'll have (laughs) even more discussion next week when we meet. Um, There may be a little special surprise to go along to you. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye-bye. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Screw you guys. I'm going home.